Welcome, I'm Larry Olson, and what's on your mind? Once set, it delivers your life. To change the outcomes we want, we must change the plays we're running. Join us at Mindset Playbook with real people, real talk, for real insight. Today's episode is sponsored by Apernio, an achievement acceleration company whose approach to professional development enables clients to gain insights and perspectives to live, work, and engage with more success. Welcome to Mindset Playbook Podcast, and I'm so glad that you've taken the time to uh, to listen up today. Uh, this is our recap, and what, what goes on in a recap is we take the last three that we've done, and those of you who listened before are well aware of this, and elab- I elaborate a little bit on some of the points that they made, just to bring a little neuropsychology into it. Um, and I want you, well, whatever you're doing, to pay close attention to what you're thinking about. And whatever that may be, recognize that is what you're going to manifest. Those are the realities that you're going to see begin to take place in your life. And many podcasts before, I talked about this concept called sponsoring thought. And this is where you get up and you don't, you really kind of dread the day or there's something going on that you're not too excited about. But then you try to put on a happy face and I'm going to be great. This is going to be wonderful. But what's the sponsoring thought? And the sponsoring thought is the is the real core belief, which is it's not going to be a very good day. And you know you've got a sponsoring thought when you have to try hard to feel better about yourself or feel better about the situation. So what we're learning is once you recognize that, maybe take a moment, and we learned this from Bria Larson, and jot down what that fear is or what that trepidation is or why you feel it's going to be awkward or why it's uncomfortable or whatever it is that's causing you to not look forward to it. And what we learned is that you'll look at it now from a little different perspective. You've, you were very subjective, which means you're coming from your own point of view and your emotions and your biases and all that objectivity is you're able to take all of that out and look at it for what it is. And it's easier for that to happen for us when we write it down. So if you wrote down, um, I'm feeling uncomfortable about meeting such and such, uh, and then ask yourself, why are you feeling uncomfortable? Um, Well, what if I'm not flowing naturally? What if I come across as awkward? Uh, What if I don't like them? What if I... And that's then ask yourself, what if you do come across wonderfully? What if you do like them? What if you do enjoy yourself? And now this is where we get to make a choice. Are we going to allow the fear and doubt to take over and have to work hard to feel good about our short once in a lifetime life? Or are we going to be able to begin that new video, that new movie that we're watching out of our own eyes. And if that's the case, then nobody wants to watch one and live a life of dread and uncertainty. Will we have that? Absolutely. But these are some of the methodologies that we can take when we recognize that these are just thoughts about a future event that you have chosen to look at in a less than exciting fashion. You can just as easily, when you're aware, choose how you want the situation to go 
And just like Olympic athletes imagining and visualizing how they want their performance to be, down to the twist and the turn and how far they want their knee going over the hurdle, for instance, all of that is pre-imagined. And that's what you and I do. We either are paying attention to what's going on right now, or we're imagining a future event, and we're basing our understanding of the future event 95% of the time off of past events. So if you're fearful, you've been fearful in the past. And now you're drawing that in because, again, remember, we want, to pre- we want to prepare ourselves and we want to make sure that we're in no danger. So welcome. Now let's get into the guests that we have. And I want to start out with um, an individual that was just had so much energy. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you haven't seen it, you need to tune in to Creston Woods. He's out of Hawaii and he's... He's got a program where he is helping individuals increase performance and the quality of their life uh, through many types of different exercises. But one of the things that he focuses on a lot is breathing. How's your breathing? Have you noticed that you're breathing a lot? Have you noticed that you've been breathing lately? You might even notice that you're breathing now. Now, are you taking little short breaths? Or are you totally taking like a 10-second inhale and actually feeling your lungs and chest expand? And as you do that, you're working your lungs out, I come to find out. Now, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because what kind of lung capacity am I going to have when I'm trying to go through a long period of time of running or working out or playing an activity or playing with my children or whatever the case may be? If I'm only practicing just slight inhalations, instead of taking those moments and expanding those lungs, letting them stretch, letting them fill full of oxygen. And what we're finding out is as you are exhaling, 70% of the toxins in our bodies are being, we're ridding ourselves of them. So breathing is more important than one might think. And when I did these exercises, and he, you listen to the podcast, I'd encourage you to do these with, with Creston as well, I actually noticed a change in my spirit. I noticed a change in my temperament. I noticed that I was more alert. And if you think about it, if you pump more oxygen into your brain, oxygen is, a, is an alerter. It, oxygen is a feeder of muscle. It's a... It's a it's something that we burn. It's, it's, you know that if you take oxygen out of a fire, the fire goes out. And it's, it's, it's such an important element within our system so that we can fire and we can just have that vibrant life that we all quest for. And if you watch this guy, he is just a bundle of energy. He was just, he had a smile on his face. He was anticipating the next question. He was so thrilled to be in the podcast that that he really he really made me feel proud that I had the moment to be with him. And I want you to think about how you interact with people in your life. Are you really glad to be with them? Can they feel your energy? Now, if you're going, well, some, depends on who I'm with, why? Why does it depend on who you're with? 
And this is something that I want to spend a little time with, is why does it depend on who we're with? Because this is a time now that we're with them. Now think about that. This is a time now that we're with them. And that being said, that goes back to how we make decisions and how we emotionalize. Our reptilian brain, the amygdala, continues to keep us surviving. That's what the fight, to fight your way through something, to flee, to run away, or just to freeze, not even move, because then no one will see me. I can't gain attention and I won't be called upon. I mean, there's a lot of reasons behind those three elements. But it's also storing information, and it stores that information. So if the event comes up again, if I hear the rustle in the grass and the last time I got bit by a snake, I'm a little more trepid and I'm a little more hesitant, aren't I, to reach in the gra- excuse me, into the grass when I hear that? Because it's survival, isn't it? So we learn these things. If I had a bad experience with another individual and then I meet him again, you see what I'm talking about? 95% of how we feel is based on the emotions from the past. That's so important to think about. That's not something that has to happen, by the way. But when people don't understand how their brain works, it happens most of the time. So when I talk to you about there's only certain kinds of people that I feel really good being around, and there's some kinds of people that I don't. Well, where is that coming from? Yeah, sometimes it's coming from that moment, isn't it? I have a bad feeling about people who are mean-spirited, people who are making cuts on other human beings, or they're finding fault with something. I, I, I really think that's rather narrow-minded. So in my mind, I, I, I stay as into it as I can, because maybe if I ask enough questions and I stick out, stick along long enough, I'll find a great person in there. Because I totally believe there's one in there. But because of what's happened to them in their life and the information that they've stored, they come across like that. You follow me? So if we really want to have the time of our life and enjoy every moment, we need to be in the moment and allow ourselves to experience the information, not from the past, but from the vision. And this is something that's so important. And this is where there was a lot of energy created from Creston because he has such a vision of how he wants to enhance the world and how he wants to bring out the best in everybody and, and how he want, he's so excited about what he's learning, he wants everybody to be aware of it. And that's contagious. That's great energy. And I asked him, you know, what, what's one of the biggest thrills you've ever had? And that's, he told me when he finished the half Ironman. And that's a huge event, to say the least. Half a marathon is how you finish it. You know, you're, you're doing like 75 miles or 66 miles or something like that on a bike. You're swimming like a half a mile or whatever it may be. But it's, it's, it's not, it was not the event that he was thrilled about. It was the fact that he finished. And I want all of us to recognize the importance of accomplishment and following through. Not only does it mean a tremendous amount to ourselves, but it also sends a message to those around us. So, Creston, thank you for, for being on the podcast and for sharing so much with us all. What fantastic insights we are getting into in this episode. If this resonates with you and is provoking and of value, 
please consider the best-selling book of Get a Vision and Live It by your host, Larry Olson, at Apernio.com. His book has been an inspiration to many of Mindset Playbook's guests, and you'll find everything you need to live the best version of your life now. The results you'll get will absolutely amaze you. Find the book at Apernio.com in the shop. And now, let's get back. You won't want to miss what's to come in this episode of Mindset Playbook. I'm now going to take a moment and I'm going to, I'm going to shift into the um, first gold medalist that I got to meet in person. And that was Bria Larson. You know, she talked about something that, that I thought was really powerful. She said, younger athletes, when they don't know failure, think they can improve forever. Think about your own life as you're listening to this. When you were younger and nobody had taken the sport away from you, taken the job away from you, taken the girlfriend or boyfriend away from you, taken your health away from you, didn't you feel like you could do anything? Didn't you just feel like, like I'm just so excited to be alive and, and anything I want to do, I can go out and do? And yeah, there were restrictions, but for the most part, this was just this insatiable desire to find out, this curiosity. And then failure occurred. And for most of us, we never recognized what an impact it made on our lives and our ability to keep that joy going on and keep that excitement happening. Because our darn old amygdala was recording that information and neurologically in a cell of our brain. So the next time we went to go over to that kid's house to play, how'd we feel about it? I remember going to dinner to my neighbor's house and I really enjoyed this kid. We had so much fun. And we're sitting at the table and I was like in the fourth grade and I'm singing a song. And his mother goes, what are you doing? You stop that right now. You know, I didn't want to go over there anymore. And you know, it was a bummer too, because she was the best cook in the neighborhood. And I had to give up her food because she made me feel so darn uncomfortable. You know, and I just think about her now and I get a little uncomfortable. That's how powerful that is. And that was years and years, decades ago. But you follow me? So I didn't know what to do with it. And Bree talked about a lot of things, but one of the things relating to that is, is that she recognized that failure was an important element in growth. It was something to pay attention to and to recognize that it just made you better, that you just had an opportunity now to recognize, again, what does this mean to me? And she learned something really powerful in her, in her quest for the Olympic gold medal. And that was as she was working out, she was one of the older ones, and, and, and so the other ones had more energy than she did. And she thought she was working out pretty good. And at one moment, she was... Uh, had had to stay after in the pool and everybody was gone, including the coach, everybody. And she had to, by herself, swim these laps in, in the uh, diving pool. And 
she was so exhausted that she couldn't swallow her food. So with that being said, I can't follow, swallow my food. Imagine how tired you would be when you can't swallow. I mean, everybody swallow right now. Was it take a lot of effort? Did you build, have to build up muscles for that? She couldn't swallow. So she had emailed her mom and said, you know, mom, I'm emailing you now as one of your seven children, and tomorrow you only have six because I will be at the bottom of the pool and no one will know because I will have drowned. Well, how important is a support system? How important is a coach? And one of the things that Creston said is we – We all live in a village. We have to have a village. We have to have many people. We can't be afraid to ask for assistance. And she shared this story with her mom that she's never been in more pain and she'd never experienced more discomfort and sorrow. And her mom paused after she was done and she goes, now you know what a champion feels like. Wow. Wow. That turned her life around. And that could have been blown off because, sure, mom always going to say the right things. Mom loves me. But it didn't. It had her reinterpret the pain, had her reinterpret this information that was trying to shut her body down. And instead of recognizing that this was telling her she needed to get stronger. And she did. And she no longer found herself in that situation. And she ended up becoming an Olympic gold medalist. And one of the, some of the advice that she gave as she was closing everything up, which um, I wrote down because I thought it was so proud. I mean, I thought it was so powerful. And, and I've heard this a thousand times, and I think I even saw it on a bumper sticker, and there was a book written about it, but none of that made as much of an impression as when she shared it. She goes, you've got to learn how to be your own best friend. You and I, when it all gets said and done, are the only one inside of this brain looking out. We're the only one that's hearing this information from the outside coming in. We're the only one who really knows how we're feeling about everything that's going on in our lives and with people around us. And boy, if we can't count on that person, if that person's not there when we get down to remind us of how amazing we are and how remarkable we are and then who are we going to count on? And what happens if that person is no longer with us? I mean, it's certainly wonderful to have that support system, but boy, probably one of the biggest medals we can give ourselves is caring enough about ourselves to be our own best friend. And so that was that was very powerful for me. And, and she also talked about appreciation. Make sure you're being grateful for all of the things that you've accomplished up to this point in your life, as opposed to what could have happened, what should have happened, and what you hope is going to happen. Because that is not being grateful. And when you leave this podcast, what are you grateful for? What are you What have you experienced in your life 
that kind of changed your perspective? And have you forgotten about it? Because if we're going to store all this information and we're going to remember everything since we popped out of the womb, why don't we start highlighting the stuff that was positive? Why do we have to put such emphasis on that which kind of brought us down? And again, I'll tell you why, because it protects us. But if you don't know it protects you, then you'll, you'll let it bury you with doubt and insecurity. And so keep those perspective in mind. Um, there was so, so many more important elements that came out of uh, my experiences with Bria that I really encourage you to listen to that, that podcast. Um, you know, I, I, I told myself that, boy, I'm going to get to be around greatness when I sit down with this Olympic gold medalist. But you know what I recognized? Every time I'm with anyone, I'm around greatness. Because I don't know their life. I don't know who, what they're really going through. I can ask questions and we can say, yeah, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How you doing? Oh, great. Loving life. You know, how's your mom? Oh, mom's okay. You know, but, but how are you? How are you doing? And I want you to know that I really care about that. And I want you to recognize that others do as well. But sometimes we catch them off guard. Sometimes they're a little preoccupied. So, you know, timing's really important too when we, when we want to share. Let's make sure that we've given the other person the opportunity to be available. And I think that will really enhance your opportunity to get the kind of feedback and at least have someone that's willing to listen. So now let's get into kind of the whole holistic, if you will, approach. And we were fortunate enough to have Dr. Ramsey on, on several podcasts ago, who is just phenomenal on what she can do with a with the human soul and, and the physicality and, and the whole process of what it is to be in great health. And uh, you should go back and take a listen to that one. That was, that's very powerful. And yet we had another individual who brings a little different element to the party than Dr. Ramsey, um, but also is from the holistic approach, kind of the merging between Western and Eastern philosophies and healings. And so the guest I want to talk about now is Dr. David Perrine, or Perrine, excuse me. And Dr. David Perrine is a chiropractor in Scottsdale, and he's really about allowing one to be so vibrant that they're able to continue to experience passion and exhilaration in their life. And he does that through a variety of methodologies. But one thing that impressed me the most when I saw him, and this has a lot to do with Dr. Ramsey as well, is listening, finding out how you're doing, what's going on. And as I was, as I was chatting with Dr. Perrine about my uh, sh shoulder, I believe it was, and he had some questions for me, and uh, he wanted to know more than just where was the pain. He wanted to know, what do I do in my life? And he wanted to see how my shoulder came into play. And, you know, and he really probably didn't spend any more time with me than some of the other doctors I've seen in my life. But he was with me while he was spending that time. 
And that, that's the big difference, isn't it? And the more that I can do that in the lives of the people that I'm with, the better I feel about myself. And I, I have found that that beats any accomplishment I can ever uh, make because I will always think I could have done a little better. But when I've, when I've made someone else important in my life, uh, I feel important. So that's just a little tidbit I thought I'd throw out there for everyone. Um, so one of the things he talked about, and I I'd really, really never heard it like this. He's into neurology. He's into physiology. He's into psychology. He's written a really good book and talks about it all in, in layman terms. And he, um, he shared that the brain is our Mozart. Now, Mozart was considered a genius. Mozart, Mozart was considered so talented. I mean, to be able to, to write what he could write as a child and have such a vision of the intermingling of different instrumentation and sound and to create a mood in people that would draw tears to them, to, to anger, to fear. And to be able to do that um, is just something that I think all of us have such tremendous respect for. And so he, he equated our brain to our own Mozart, who's it's capable of manifesting anything that we set our mind to. And the rest of our body is the keys. Now think about this. What if one of the keys is flat? What if it's off? Does it matter how masterful everything is? What, does it matter what the potential is? And that's how kind of how he looks at the human body. And he got to a point in his life where he has a neurologist friend who he was passing a lot of clients on to, to have acupuncture done to them. Because what he was able to do with his skill set was not resolving all of the challenges that people were having. He got most of them. But he became intrigued with this thing called acupuncture. And it thought it had some merit because it's been around over 5,000 years. Now, that's a chunk of time in, 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 in our own ability to comprehend what the human has been capable of coming up with. I mean, it was only, I think, less than 100 years where we realized if we washed our hands before we operated, we'd, we'd save the person from dying from infection. So 5,000 years, that's a, that's, a, that's a long time ago. So he learned about it, and um, he recognized that the energies in our body can get blocked, and they get blocked with a multitude of things. And one of the biggest blockers in our lives is cortisol. And cortisol takes place whenever we're feeling stressful or anticipatory or anxious or you know, having something coming up and we're not quite ready for it. And our body's preparing ourselves. And so I want you to think about the fact that you can go to the chiropractor, you can go to a doctor, you can, or you can go to yourself and say, chill, relax, breathe. You know, we've got such wonderful assistance in our lives to, from this village to take care of just about any problem or challenge we're facing. But let's help out along the way, because one of the most important things he said was after he's done his work, if the person doesn't follow up, if the person doesn't continue the exercises, if the person doesn't take the advice that was given to the individual, then what takes place? We go back to the way it was before that. We, the pain comes back, and then we blame the doctor. 
<laughs> Come on. If you work out once every year, do you plan on getting in shape? I mean, we recognize that routine and repetition and habit is so essential for us to, to be the type of person that we want to be. And, you know, I want to take a moment and, um, and share something that Dr. Perrine shared. And uh, think about it. Think about it for those of us, as I mentioned earlier, that are into the importance of accomplishing things. Um, I think it's at the end of the day when we put our head on the pillow, we, we kind of take stock at what was I able to accomplish today? And if we don't, we should, because there's a story there. And if we're accomplishing a lot, you know, outstanding. But how much of it is bringing passion and fulfillment? Are we just checking boxes off or are we doing things meaningful for our life? And that's, you know, that's another podcast. But for now, I want you to think about this statement. It's the, it's who you are. Think about this. Who you are determines how well what you do works. Who you are determines how well what you do works. And then he went on to say, it's the who, not the do. So what does that mean to you, listener? What does that mean to you, who you are determines how well what you do works? Well, you know what it means to me is who shows up as Larry has more to do with the success that I have in life, the relationships that I build, the quality of the life that I have, then how crafty I am or how good at my skill I am. And, and that really changed Dr. Perrine's whole career because he became so skill set minded that he was such a craftsman of the human body. He did brilliant work, but he wasn't building his practice. And he was almost going bankrupt because he moved all the way from New Jersey, where all his friends and families were, which would have been a great place to start a practice because now you can at least get friends and family to get a role in, and then they can talk about what happened to them, to other people, and you grow a business that way. But he comes out of here in the middle of nowhere in from New Jersey into Scottsdale, Arizona, where he doesn't know a soul. But because he feels he's such a great craftsman, it'll just happen. And he got some assistance and some of the advice and mentoring and coaching he got had him recognize that I'm not offering myself. And I told him one of the most important things that the reason I even did a podcast was with, with him was because he listened to me when I was in his office. Now, some of you who have been great followers and have listened to many of the podcasts have heard me talk about listening to the point where you might be nauseous over it. But I'm telling you, it's the, it's the heartbeat of relationship. It's the, it's the, it's the cryptocurrency, if you will, that continues to go up and up and up in value because it's, there's not, there's only so many of them. There's only so many people that listen. And when you're listened to, it makes a difference in your life. Without being fixed, without being manipulated, someone genuinely caring enough to find out what you're up to, why you're doing it, how you're feeling about it, and following up with what you just shared with another question. And that's, 
the opening that I had with this man before he even began to manipulate my body. And that got him into the podcast, and that has me sharing that with you right now. That's the who, not the do. And keep that in mind, because that's probably the the greatest advice I've gotten in a long time is, is when I get, start to get insecure and I start to wonder, do I know enough to to even deserve to be interviewing other people? Do I do I have enough experience to be great at what I'm doing or am I fooling myself? And these are these are doubts and fears that come up with people, you know, and sometimes you think, well, when I master the craft, then I'll be really confident. Well, you may be really confident about the craft, but that doesn't mean you're really confident about who you are because that's the who not to do. So I valued what he shared because I recognized as long as I bring Larry, the authentic, caring Larry, as long as I am able to have other people say, wow, it really made me feel good, Larry, when you listened to me. When I hear that, and this is what, and I'm bringing this up because this is what Dr. Perrine said after I made that comment to him about why, what I, why I valued him so much. He said, I can't thank you enough for sharing that with me because you're saying that how I want to be is actually taking place. And I, and I recognize that all of us, we truly do want to show up with the best version of ourselves. Otherwise, we're not growing. We're not aspiring. And at the end of the day, when we look at accomplishments, they're just boxes that were checked. Yeah, I took the garbage out this morning in time for the garbage man to take it. So now I don't have to have it sitting there for another week in the garage. Well, yes, that's an accomplishment. About how, but how about the comment you made to the cashier at the drugstore who took a moment to smile actually had a personality and you made the comment to them about that. And now they're thinking about it all evening. That's why they go to work is because of the relationships. That's why you and I get up in the morning because there's an opportunity right in front of us, whoever we're next to, whoever we're going to meet that day to be that difference in their lives and to have that, kind of come back to me when he said, it feels so good because that's what I'm trying to accomplish. The, the, the who you are side of determining how well what you do works. So I know that the people that listen to this podcast are absolutely miraculous, and that's not because they're listening to the podcast. Uh, that's like your parent telling you how great you are. It's kind of hard to take that compliment because it's coming from your parent. But even though it is, you should anyway. But what I'm sharing with you right now is you are exactly, as I've told you before, where you need to be right now in your life. If you're having the time of your life, then recognize why. And it's because you're not only present and in the moment, but you're also making accomplishments that make a difference in the lives of those around you. And you're listening to this podcast, and that's why you're miraculous, because you are also allowing the village to 
maybe perhaps offer something that can enhance the quality of your life as well. And isn't that really what it's all about? Isn't that really what's most important to us? And then, you know, if we get compensated for it, whew, that's just, that's just makes it even better, doesn't it? Because they do require that in our life too, to have the time of our lives. So also, um, I want you to recognize that those of you that are interested in learning more about this, you find some insights that have perhaps allowed you to tweak your own thinking and, and it's made a difference in your day. If you want the mother load, I really encourage you to buy Get a Vision and Live It. And it isn't a commercial. It's just unfortunate that I don't talk about it much. And it's probably one of the finest works that I've done. It's the third edition. And and it's basically all the information that you're hearing and more, but giving you enough to recognize that, number one, I am an amazing human being. And now I know that more from just positive thinking. I know that because of science behind it. And secondly, I also recognize that I'm just scratching the surface of what's possible for me. And until we realize that, we just keep repeating the past plus 10, 15% for growth. So again, you can find that at apernio.com in the shop and uh, flip through all the availabilities and you'll find the book. Um, if you'd like it autographed, make sure that you include that in a little note. And um, you know what? You're probably hearing the music now in the background because uh, Walker's going to talk a little bit about um, who we're going to have next as a guest. And as you're listening to Walker, you're going to be hearing just a remarkable human being, a guy that's just all heart, talented as hell, but yet humility that just, that just defines him. And uh, so as you're listening to him share with you, realize that, you know, he cares about you as well. And because uh, he's the kind of guy that he really nails this. He under promises and over delivers. And that's the key. So thank all of you. Appreciate you. And uh, touch somebody today. Make that difference if you already haven't. And look forward to hearing from you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, we ask that you please subscribe and share with your friends and associates. Look up Authentic in the Dictionary and you'll find Jamie J. Join Jamie and Larry and experience a life-changing moment that not only changed Jamie's life, but ultimately produced a company and process that has the power to change you and your company's life as well.